live with the best father and son team on the internet. It's time for Homie and the Dude. What is up, everyone? This is Homie and the Dude, the father and son TTRPG and MMA podcast in the home of the best NPCs in the entire flipping multiverse. <laughs> we are here today and honored and delighted to have Amber the Space Jamber with us. Amber is a prolific TTRPG community member, contributor, and general badass. Um, and is also known as, this is probably the coolest nickname. There coolest is nickname out there. <laughs> coolest nickname out there for sure. The TTRPG Swiss Army Knife, Amber. How are you? I'm all right. Oh my God. No, I, I'm blushing literally. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I'm great. Uh, great. I wasn't expecting that introduction. So I'm very like <laughs> beside myself. <laughs> I, I was practicing all morning. I was going to say, Tom's been oh, in the mirror all morning doing that. Actually, uh, actually no, but <laughs> it just, it was a good one. Uh, Dude, thank you so much for joining us today. We're so, so happy to have you on. And I, like I said to you before we started recording, I've been looking to have you on for ages. And do you know what? I'll, I'll start off by asking you a question that I'm quite interested about. And it relates to you blushing, which is quite nice. Um, you mentioned that you're blushing and blush as a whole. Um, I know that you're quite into your makeup and you do that. And every time you're on stream, you have such amazing makeup and get up. Talk us through... What is your like routine? What's your like, what's your go-to like makeup routine in the morning? What, 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 what like, what are you, are you like always hitting it with the lipstick? Cause you always look amazing on streams. Talk us through some of that. I'm so, I'm genuinely so interested, please. Oh no. Okay. So actually it, it really started, uh, it really started because I, <laughs> oh my God, this is not a question I was expecting. Holy shit. Okay, great. So, um, so it this goes back years to when I first ha like worked next like first lived next to an Ulta and I, it was the first time I ever had like flexible funds so I just mm -hmm. like spam bought everything at Ulta like back when I you know worked at the Geico call center like a million years ago and then yeah. when I moved to Geico corporate and there was a Sephora right next to that to the office I was like okay well I guess now that I have even more money with this promotion I guess I'm gonna go spend all of that at the support next to it and then I realized I had a giant hoard and I was like fuck mm. I'm not really using a lot <laughs> mm. so so and then and then I started working remote and mm. it was oh I need something to make me feel like I'm a person even though mm. I'm not like going into an office every day and yeah. encountering other people actually like the whole making sure I'm done up every day makes me feel like, okay, I'm ready to take on the day. I've put on, you know, whatever I need. Um, and also it helps me go through my hoard. Like, I think I've, no, actually I do have a running spreadsheet. I have used, <laughs> I, it's, well, it helps me like take stock of like how much I've used up so that I know, okay, don't fucking buy the rest of this. I've used $2,609 <laughs> worth of makeup and beauty products this year. And that's just going through my hoard. So it's, it's a uh, going, it's a working through really, really bad financial decisions and making sure that I'm actually like 
getting my money's worth out of the thousands yeah. I know I spent. So nice. <laughs> nice. That is so cool. Thanks for watching this episode. We really appreciate you supporting Homie and the Dude. Please hit us with the Holy Trinity, like our Facebook page, subscribe to the YouTube channel, and follow us on Instagram. Just search at Homie and the Dude. It all really helps. And you know what? It, it makes me wonder because you mentioned, you know, having some sort of routine to get you ready for the day virtually mm. is important. It is important for all of us. And I just remember like going back to my days when I played sports and having a routine of like what, what my favorite socks were, what my favorite shoes were, you know, yeah. that type of thing. Do you have any routine as you're getting ready for when you're stepping into a character during a, whether it's a one shot or in a campaign, like, you know, certain things to get your mindset right, to get your, you know, your headspace ready to go. Anything come to mind that way? Yeah, actually quite a bit. I mean, the makeup does help. I'm not going to lie. Mm -hmm. I do try to like at least emulate the kind of colors that the character would be wearing if I can't like, you know, yeah. warp, you know, hundred um, percent. Yeah. but um, so that that helps. And then also um, I'm just one of those that makes playlists for my characters. Okay. Um, so unless it's a one shot and like the, it's it's a character I made up on the spot. But like if it's, mm. you know, for um, sorry, for my Fat Magic campaign, like specifically, I have this one playlist that's all like you know, I, I'm playing like a. a do, oh, my God. Order of the. um. I, I'm testing essentially it's like the honey cleric, the the beehive oh, cleric for fat magic. Oh, yeah. Awesome. Sick. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. Um, and so <laughs> I have this one like Spotify playlist that's like um, you know, basically like badass women, you know, here to but also with like gentle healing vibes, because of course she's like the the cleric. So nice. yeah, that helps me get into Miel's mind space of like, okay, I'm listening to Doja. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm embracing my my deeper inner inner mother nature woman as as exactly. As I love I God love as a woman, I, yes. <laughs> like I'm not I'm I'm not sure if that's just like a a typical go to, but it's the first time I've heard of it um, oh. as a as a prep. Yeah, and I love it. I absolutely love that because I don't you know that's not something I've used before, but I could definitely see how that would you know just getting into i've heard of it in the acting community for sure i know that some people some friends of mine who are, are actors and stuff yeah definitely use it to to prep themselves like a lot of people that i know who aren't main characters actually a lot of people who are like either uh secondary characters or like you know extras and stuff will often uh at least my friends have said you know build themselves a little bit more of a story and give themselves a little bit more of a character through music and things like that so that when they do embody mm -hmm. a smaller role it's still just as big for them in that moment and it means that you know their acting is just as on point uh for for that reason so i think i i love that as well i i really really love and that. it's almost like instant isn't it as soon as you hear a song that you vibe or that your character vibes with it's instant right you you know kind of what that it's like an emotion it's more of an emotional preparation than some sort of mental like i'm going through a list of different things it's like mm. it slip it flips me in a different way yeah, exactly. And, and Bodhi, you hit the nail on the head. Like that's exactly what, where my, where it came from. Like I, mm. I, I failed actor, whatever. I, I was a theater major uh, for <laughs> all of 
two semesters and then I said fuck this Uh, (laughs) (laughs) um, but then but like I also was doing college radio at the same time so I mean like music has always just kind of been at the core of what I do I just don't like I don't have an opportunity to talk about it a lot actually in TTRPG space so (laughs) I'm right there with you it's something that I I was talking to someone about the other day and I I wanted to ask a question but I wasn't sure if it was the right space to do so I'll ask ask you the question in just a second but for me like music has encapsulated my life throughout my entire life from when I was a young child all the way through to an adult like I have changed music tastes I've grown I've you know altered and and it like you said for for me music makes scenes like there's a reason why Mm -hmm. every movie that I love has a fucking amazing soundtrack is because without that soundtrack or you know that composition to that moment it's you know i mean like a great one just off the top of my head is like aragon standing in front of the hobbits in in the last lord of the rings being like you bow for no man that moment has so much gravitas because of the music that has led to that moment and then actually the pause in music at that moment and you're like yes that's what like that's what emotive stuff really comes from so i fully fully agree with you on, on that music especially within a creative space i cannot write without music on um mm-hmm. i struggle to read without music on um and you know when I, when i play games like ttrpg games it, it soundtracks are almost vital my question to you though is um and people have asked me throughout my life would i rather be you know as like a, would you rather be blind or deaf and for me i've always been like Yo, I would rather lose my sight because if I couldn't hear like music, I would think I would go crazy. I think mm-hmm. that I, I think I might just be tipped over the edge. So do you feel similar about that? Or 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 are you still are you still banking on not walking into things? <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, you know, it's funny because I I have fucked up my hearing, but that's mm-hmm. just my own doing because mm-hmm. In the before times, when I went to concerts yep. every other week, I would stand like near the front, and that's fucking up. And yeah, it, yeah. So I have fucked up my hearing. I would love to have that back. <laughs> yeah, hundred um, percent. But but so um, so there's that, and then also, yeah. I mean, there's just something. I mean, I think it's just growing up in choir, growing up in musical theater, growing up in like just. I mean, it's touched everything that like you know, uh, yeah, I, I think if I were to lose my sight, it would be fine. There, there's still a lot that you can do. Um, at least that for my work specifically, I can do. Um, but you know, for, for sound that would, you know, I, okay, don't cry, you know? Yeah. Like (laughs) can't hear my husband's voice ever again. Can't hear my cat ever again, you know, like, it's stuff like that so gross i'm gonna cry thanks <laughs> appreciate y'all a lot all right as you say, thanks ladies and gentlemen it's been a good podcast <laughs> we will see you soon yeah uh, but i i don't want to get like too much into it because like there's also like disability and i don't want to like make, yeah, yeah. i don't want to <laughs> no no of course yeah that's perfectly fine um i wanted to ask you as part of your prep and stuff like that you talk mm-hmm. you know about music and I know one of your other great loves is knitting. Are you knitting stuff for your characters? Are you making like <laughs> special gloves? Are you like, it, does that come as part of any of your prep or not at all? Holy shit, this is the most unique interview I've ever had. Um, 
no, I'm not. <laughs> but but <laughs> I'm not. It takes a fuck ton of time to make something. Yeah. Um, and like, I can't tell you how many, like the process of knitting is really just like starting and stopping and starting and stopping 12 times mm-hmm. before you finally fucking get into a groove and I'm on that now um I'm picking up the needles for the first time in almost a year (laughs) to knit a blanket so um it's a lot um big blanket baby blanket oh big big blanket blanket. okay hold on oh the pattern's in my bedroom but it's basically like a big like chevron like blanket so um yeah so it's gonna be really intricate and i'm sure my husband will not miss the box of yarn i've been lugging from (laughs) (laughs) it's like literally like a big like you know one foot wide by like two foot long box of just yarn um it's hilarious um yeah no i mean but it it that also started as something that i was doing like in college to like soothe anxiety and like you know um just because or, or like if I was having like um, some kind of moment where I couldn't focus, but I learned that like, if I had something to do with my hands, you'll probably notice that I'll like, you know, I, since I don't have my knitting mm. with me, like mm. I'll be picking stuff up and down I, mm. to focus. Like mm. I need to have something in my hands at all times. And so that helped. And then also, yes, um, in the call center, when, when I was working in the call center and like, I had these 12 hour shifts of like just being on the phones and being yelled at by people angry about their car insurance, you know, like mm-hmm. the, the soothing thing for me was like working on a washcloth or like, you know, working on, you know, working on like a, a hat or like a, a, an infinity yeah. scarf or something. So mm. it, it was like that soothing tactile thing. So yeah, um, for some, I've just been so busy with like other things this year that mm-hmm. I have, my hands have found like, you know, soothing things elsewhere. I think mostly with dice. Um, I yes. probably, yeah, like, so that's kind that's of a nice. That's a hefty bag. Oh, damn. <laughs> damn, Laura Bailey, calm down. Jeez. Oh, here we go. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, crap. That's a lot of dice. Yeah. Nice, amazing. <laughs> I, do, do, you know, do you know what? I fully agree with you in the fiddling, like with things and having stuff in your hands. So, I uh, something that you know people who have listened to our show know. I'm heavily dyslexic, and mm. um, uh, I also have a bit of dyspraxia, and you know, a oh. little bit of dyscalculia, and all that kind of stuff. You know, so I, I'm, I'm on the spectrum for sure. Um, as is my mom, and um, for me. I learned in school, like a big part of uh, my schooling was like teaching me how to deal with a lot of that stuff and taking, like making tools to like overcome that. And the whole tactile thing is so important. By the way, I also worked in a call center. Ha ha ha. Um, and <laughs> I sucks, learned how to it? juggle. <laughs> I learned how to juggle in a call center because doing what? something with my hands. So I would literally juggle while I was on a call because that was the way that like you with the rhythm of knitting and stuff for some reason. I could then do my script because I, I, though I wasn't a like customer service person like you, I was a charity fundraiser. I could do my script and like converse with someone and actually hone my improvisation skills, which come, come back to DTRPGs, you know, um, and do all that stuff while juggling. And it was because I was able to have something in my hands that I could focus. Same with like 
when I was in school listening in class, we were given, I'm not sure if this is a thing in America, but we have something in uh, UK called finger fidgets. And they're like a long, like string of almost like hooked, um, like joints that have like a little knob on each end that then pop together and they create mm -hmm. a circle basically. And they're like different textures. Some are like fuzzy, some are knobbly, some are like rubbery oh. and you can like bend and play with it. And like, so literally in class, I, my, my school gave me one of those and I would sit under my desk and just like run that through my fingers, like some prayer beads, like a, like a freaking monk from, yeah. from Tibet. <laughs> and, uh, and yeah, it's so helpful. It really allows I think people who maybe have, you know, anxiety, um, you know, things like Asperger's and like autism and stuff, it allows us to quiet and down all the chaos into like just one place as opposed to it being like, you know, all this noise, you know? Yeah. I mean, I'll be real. That's a big, re like to my husband's chagrin because it's so noisy, but like, that's why I like, I've it's like that tactile the like mm. you have the sound that confirms that yes you have pressed a key um yeah. like it feels so good like it it yeah it's like next level helps me out with my productivity <laughs> when i'm like when i'm like editing games for people or whatever it's just like okay cool like i definitely know that i have i'm working on it because i have this like confirmation at my fingertips so literally so it's like I don't know. I'm, Do you know what? I'm I, I also love your aesthetic. Sorry, oh. sorry. Go for it. <laughs> no, sorry. Um, I, I was just going to compliment your keyboard and your headphones and the way that everything's pink and like all matching and stuff. <laughs> I noticed a couple of streams ago and was like, oh, it's all matching. I was like, I see it now. I see it now. <laughs> it, uh, well, I work in branding professionally. So, yes. <laughs> it all pulls through <laughs> yeah that makes sense yeah those make sense yeah yeah well let's but, let's go no go ahead finish that uh fuck. so you work in branding we were talking about colors no oh oh i was okay that's what it is reasons yeah, yeah. why i'm getting tested so i'm waiting for my health insurance to kick back in so that i can't like one with with my new employer so that i can get tested for adhd because i got tested oh, as a amazing. kid and like then i was like i went through a phase where it's like it's not adhd it's depression and then i realized oh it can be both so mm, yeah 100 percent. So, now now i'm like okay let's hey. give me my health insurance card so that i can go talk to a psychiatrist and get this computer. yeah yeah so. and just get a little bit more like support perspective support mm -hmm. understanding all those things and once you know once we demystify something once we take the you know, the unknown yes. away from it and say, okay, this, this is what it is now. I understand yeah. what it is now that now I can pull in some tools. I can pull in some other mechanisms to, to help me, you know, function at a level that I feel like is whatever, whatever it is, more productive, better well-being, happier, all, all the different things that, you know, that we value. Yep. But let me ask you this. Um, we were talking about branding and, you know, this is your day job. Yeah. However, yeah. when I look at your you know, your social profile persona. Mm -hmm. From my perspective, it looks like it's, I mean, it's very, to whatever degree this is true or not, let us know, but it seems like there's, there's a, an element of thought behind it. There's an element of presentation behind it. So I'm wondering if how much of your professional life 
And the, the knowledge that you've accrued through, through understanding what really effective branding is through your work has been carried over to your, you know, to your social efforts. Oh, like it's, it's a, a lot of it, like uh, most of it. I mean, but really, I mean, if I can kind of give some background, well, no, of course, that's why you have me on here to give some background. So <laughs> <laughs> um, like this, you know, I never, when I, oh, hold on. When I started this year, I, you know, was never on Twitter. I never did anything. I like ran only like a TTRPG one-shot discord with me and my friends, right? Like mm-hmm. that was it. Um, but I went through a lot of like bad emotional trauma this year that um, made me, you know, I started like, I don't know, seeking out like other communities and so that's where I found TTRPG Twitter right um and when I started that I had no idea that like I would be where I am today like six months down the road right (laughs) so so when I started finding like when I started like talking on Twitter you know professionally I knew the way to gain traction and the way to like the way to you know gain a following is again to just identify what your strengths and weaknesses are, what makes you unique, what makes you stand out among the crowd. And I knew like, you know, I have this, I kind of had, because I was in the background, you know, of just like Mm -hmm. small account, you know, I was able to like see that there weren't that many people like talking about like the importance of like finding out what your unique voice is. um, Mm. And especially for marginalized communities. Um, And there weren't that many people that really understood like, marketing basics. <laughs> yeah. I hate to say it. <laughs> yeah. Um so you know that's when I really took it upon myself to be like okay actually this I have all of this knowledge from like being in employer branding for the last 5 years like let's just let's just see what happens let's start sprinkling in some like you know some of my professional experience in and see what happens and here we are. <laughs> Yeah. Here we are. Like, you know, I, you know, once I, you know, started talk like having those threads of like, oh, here's how you like really start making your self-promo Saturday copy stand out among the crowd. Or mm. like here's um here's some simple tweaks you can do to make your graphics look, you know, a little bit more cohesive. Um, you know, that's when I really started picking up traction and like mm. got you know, Maka noticed me, Senpai noticed me for the first time. And, (laughs) (laughs) um, and, uh, yeah. And that's, you know, from there, that's, that's really where I started like taking off was when I was on chat on unchap the first time. So Mm. yeah, I mean, and also I just love a good aesthetic. Like we love, I saw this chair and I just was like, all right, I'm going to build everything on my desk around my chair. (laughs) Um, but yeah, that's, yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's, um, you know, is it gaming the system a little bit, a little bit, but you know, it's also, it's using that knowledge to help others as well, because yeah. I mean, I've, the things I've learned, I've had to learn on the fly at, at work over the last five years. And like the mm-hmm. simplest of tweaks can make a huge difference in seeing somebody take off like bards and brews, like Alex and I are like buds. And so mm-hmm you know, they came to me like, I don't know what I'm doing, 
how can I, you know, what can I do to like improve things? And so I was like, oh yeah, just, you know, tweak this a little bit, you know, like focus on like some of the things that make your world interesting. And like, you Mm -hmm. can see they've taken off like immensely. Um, Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, Play Nerd Allies is another one too that I've been working with and they, you know, they starting to work with Kyle um, in a more professional setting and a friendship setting, um, mm. you know, it was just like one of those things that it's just like, oh yeah, like if we make some like subtle tweaks, you can start to see everything just pew. Um, nice. And it's amazing how you can trick, <laughs> you know, you know, trick everyone on Twitter with one simple <laughs> tweak. Yeah. So, but do you know what? I, so I want to I want to talk about a couple of things because I think there's a lot of important stuff to unpack there for for anyone who's I'm new sorry. to the community. And um, also for Tom and myself, because I'll, I'll, I'll answer the first end, the, the, the end bit of what you said first, which is, shit, son, we need to have a conversation with you at some point. <laughs> yes. uh, let's, let's have a talk. Um, yes. uh, but on, on top of that, I think, um, you know, the first part that you mentioned, you talked about, you know, in the early part of the year, you know, you're going through some heavier emotional times and stuff like that. And I think, you know, Though I don't want to linger too long and, and, and deal with trauma or anything, but I do want to just you know talk about this in as the fact that I think a lot of people were in a really hard place with TTRP, uh, sorry, with lockdowns and COVID and everything that's happened in the last you know year or two. And I think, like yourself, many people have found solace in the place that we are currently in. So I think if anyone does happen to stumble upon this video and isn't already part of our community come be part of what is easily the best community to be part of where people love you, people care for you, people support you, people give a fuck about what you have to say. Even if you are fucking like nobody, even if you're a a father and son sat in Bristol, you know, like it's, it's, it's one of those things where it's really beautiful. And this is a community that you should be a part of one, especially I would like to extend to those people who are feeling down about life and need new people in their life. If you have toxic friends, if you are struggling with a day job, if you are, you know, uh, struggling in your relationship and you need an escape, whatever, we're here for you guys. And, and whether that be playing in our games or, you know, communicating with us on social media or on discord or whatever it is, you know, we're, we're, we're here for you guys. And, you know, it's something that, I, I hate social media personally. I'm I'm biggest hater of social media. I, I I'm I, I also just like try and turn my phone on silent for like most of every day because otherwise it just goes off constantly. And I'm like, but for me, like the one thing I really try and do, for example, in Unchapped is really let people know, you know, as much as I can that I'm seeing your work. I support what you do. Like yeah. I, I message Lex constantly and I'm like, I love your Caltrop core. It is my favorite thing of 2021. Like you are Nate, it's like so please don't like I can't tell you how many times like I've and like it's part of that thing where I like it is beautiful and people should be a part of what we are doing and I think you know what you said is is really great furthermore if you are new in the community and you need a bit of uh you know advice things like that that's another reason why and it's so weird how you know a lot of people when they first get into the community I know Tom and I looked at other communities where it's seen more as a competitive place as opposed to a supportive place. And when we first stepped into the community, we were like, oh shit, we're going to have to like, Jesus Christ, it's going to be fighting for scraps kind of thing. <laughs> and what we soon realized is it's not even close to that. It's, yeah. it's yeah. actually the com- 
complete opposite. And again, another shout out you, you mentioned as well, but shout out to Maka as well for being just what, like, I know that they have stuff going on in their life, you know, outside of this that is up and down. And I know they've got kids and, you know, they're running a million streams and, you know, doing the unchapped. And all I have to say is, Maka, you are one of the greatest people in this community. And we're so thankful that you have invited us, like, and many others into this community because we wouldn't be here without you like legit for real like i mean the nope this is advertising for mecca time like i just (laughs) i remember like the very first time i was on unchapped and like the entire time he he was stressing like he was like i i you know all i want to do is is make give other people who are struggling more than I am who are marginalized more than I am like a platform for them to succeed and I think you know the kind of folk I mean the kind of folks he's pulling in to you know check these out and untapped and like I mean incredible like talk about Mm. like practicing what you preach right like absolutely wonderful human being does not deserve any of the hell that's happening but like I gotta admire Macca so much (laughs) yeah 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 what a what a good bean um and that's like really (laughs) minimizing it but um yeah like yeah I mean literally well I mean and another person that helped me too I mean so like I I'll say it like I was in the hospital you know for a psych hold at one point this Mm -hmm. summer and I didn't think you know like I I kind of you know, I disappeared for a couple days off Twitter and like, you know, after when I got back, like, I was just like, Hey, I'm okay. I know nobody follows me or like, nobody's like watching, but like, you know, I'm okay. I was over, Mm. you know, and then the first person to check on me actually was Matthew from Abyssal Bruce. Yeah. Um, (laughs) And that like, sorry, my headphones just died. (laughs) It's okay. Um, And that made like a world of difference (laughs) to have. Yeah somebody that I was like really looking up to um check on me to make sure that I was like okay and then like yeah. breathing and yeah I mean so this yeah. community hey. really for real like I I do not know where I would be without it it has been um so integral to like mm. making me feel you know like I can come out of everything mm. okay um, but anyway, that's gross. I'm not, oh, God damn it. No, it's not, it's not, it's not <laughs> gross at all. I, I was about to say, I was about to say, one second, thank I you. I cannot hear you because my headphones died. One second. Care for it. Care for um, it. Um, um, select okay. a speaker. Okay. Can you, uh, you hear us now? Yes, yeah. I can. Amazing. 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 I wanted to say, first of all, no, thank you for opening up how you feel and expressing yourself because look as, as much as i love like all the podcasts that are out there and dude like that there's f- super famous podcasts out there but yeah. the reason why tom and i do this is to connect with people uh and people who like actually you know want to share what they're talking about and and share like and i actually thank you for opening up that's what we are all about here thank you for being vulnerable with us we appreciate you feeling safe enough with us to do that and just want you to know that 
from afar within our community, we support the hell out of you. We freaking love you. Like from afar, like I, I, I don't say it enough to you, but we freaking love you. And like, just know that you got another person in the corner. Shout out as well to, to Matt from Abyssal Brews as well, who is one of our biggest inspirations for the new magic items that we've been making. And I can't tell you how much, you know, we look up to Matthew and have talked to them and just appreciated them. So again, just another person who is, you know, absolutely incredible. I'm going to have to write in the description, promo for Abyssal and Maca <laughs> <laughs> in the description. Yeah. Um, but they, they freaking deserve it. And, and it's true. So I want to ask you because, you know, you at this point have got, you know, fingers in many pies of this community. You are, you know, helping many people with many aspects and doing lots across everything that you are doing at the moment, you know, with, with all these amazing people, you know, you're playtesting stuff for people. Um, you know, you're in TTRPG streams, you're doing editing. What's your like love? What's your passion? Cause I know you do it all. I know you do it all, but I'm, I guarantee there's one or two of them that you go, ah, oh, fucking God damn it. I've got to do some editing today. Or, you know, what, what are the ones that you live for out of, out of the things that are in your Swiss army knife? What are the tools that you like whipping out most? Honestly, I mean, no, this is a tool. So the, the thing that drew me to TTRPG is just in general. Um, and this entire space in general is the um, ability to really get in and do some great storytelling. Storytelling, mm-hmm. like, I mean, storytelling has been my core, you know, you know, I say like, oh yeah, I grew up in musical theater. I grew up like, I mean, yeah, that was some fun stuff that I did, but I mean, like, what is musical theater, but like another way of storytelling, you know, like it's everything I do is, is that. So, um, you know, I get into TTRPGs because it allows me to like escape the nonsense outside my window. It allows me to escape whatever, like bullshit that I'm going through day to day and just become somebody else for a couple hours and pretend, I mean, not pretend, but like also just use those stories to work through my own like individual issues and my own story you know um so you know at the end of the day even though like I'm editing other people's work or you know I'm on other people's streams or you know playtesting other people's stuff like I I am helping them with their individual stories and like that's Mm. my goal you know like um like that's that's why I do what I do in branding because like I specifically work in employer branding which is essentially telling the story of the company through the stories of the associates um Mm -hmm. and how many times can I say the word story (laughs) 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 but um yeah I mean that's exactly yeah that's what drew me to this space that's what drew me to you know uh anything that I do is just like being able to dig in and enjoy like a good character arc and, and, Mm. and, you know, see people triumph, see people fall, you know, it's, it's so fascinating to me. And um, yeah, that's, that's as long, like, yeah, as, as long as it helps others build a story or helps, um, you know, or yeah. Yeah, it's just so good. It's just so good. Yeah, <laughs> well, let me let me ask you right there, just to build to build on this because I've been thinking about we've we've seen you know all the different stuff that you're involved in, and a lot of it is one shots or um, stepping into different um, campaigns for a temporary period of time, and we have done a little bit of that as well. And there is there's a certain dynamic that somehow 
works. I'm not sure if it's magically worked, but a certain dynamic that works when it works. It's arcana. It's arcana. <laughs> and a certain dynamic where it's, you know, one shots can tend to be a little bit less deep, you know, a little bit more shallow in, you know, you, you step in, you haven't formed your entire character. You haven't bonded with other characters. It's mostly a, you know, first time meeting people when you get on the, like, when you get on the Zoom call, that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. But, but, the, but the other side of it, though, is, we have been on ones that have been great. Like they've been like from the moment you, yeah. Yeah. Very deep. You know, you have those, you have the story arc in a one yeah, shot, like exactly. the full story arc. So here's, here's, and I've been thinking about like, what is it? Is it the story arc that the DM provides or is it the character that you, yeah. Is in it, the one shot? Could be the character progression could be also the, the, uh, this sort of the synergy between the different players and, and how that sort of any thoughts on that? Cause I know you've been in a lot of them and I'm sure you have a different, you know, spectrum of, of ones that you come away with thinking that was fucking awesome. And other ones that you're thinking, well, that was right. Um, others you're thinking probably that was, that was fucking shit. That was a waste of my hour. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, that was painful. What do you, what do you think makes a good one shot in terms of, you know, that, that, that thing we're looking for in yeah. full TTRPGs? Um, well, I think part of it is because everyone knows that it has an end date, like it has an expiration date when the table, you know, when the call ends, yeah. everyone is, you know, it, it really gets to the root of like the importance of collaborative storytelling so that everyone is actually doing their best to collaborate and be involved um, mm. and, be, and tell the best story that they can within this allotted span that they have because mm-hmm. it's not likely that they're going to be returning to these characters unless god forbid they're like hey do you want to play that again so like <laughs> um so and I, I that's what i like about it it, it one shots allow you to go like balls to the wall absolutely absurd well i mean like if you want to play that yeah. type of game or yeah. like completely totally. emotionally invested you mm. know yeah. over the course of like three hours or four hours or whatever and like that's yeah. and I think that's beautiful like it's I yeah I think that's exactly what draws me to them also um I'll be real it's it's the I'm like it's it's like the critical role effect where like I sit and I'm like oh my god this whole campaign is like 70 episodes I can't and they're all eight hours long I can't. yeah <laughs> so yeah. yeah there's that <laughs> I was going to ask you because you do a lot of, well, I wanted to ask you a little bit about check D's mm-hmm. because I know you, you've done a lot of stuff with check D's and um, I know one due to relationship with Maka and whatnot, but also I wanted to ask, is there a reason why, you know, you keep going back? Is it the synergy in that group that you are like vibing with it? Like mm-hmm. what, what is it about going back to check these? Cause it, it's definitely, I've looked through your appearances this year and it's the one you've appeared the most on for sure. Yeah, well, okay, so part of it, yes, is the relationship with Mecca and being friends yeah. and, and everything with him, but, like, um, you know, and and the other part, I mean, it's three-pronged. It's, yes, relationship with Mecca. Um, second, like, because of the job that I had previously, like, I could, like, sneak away for an hour or two mm-hmm. at the end of the day and, like, I'm online at work, but I'm not really. I'm playing D and D, but like I, <laughs> I haven't, I haven't like felt that vibe out for my new job mm-hmm. yet because I've only been on it for a week. <laughs> of course, yeah. So, um, uh, but also it's yeah that team. Oh my god, so they're they're. You want to talk about people who are unafraid to like tell a wild story that it's checked these out. Like I, 
I mean, the <laughs> even just like Maka has like a harebrained idea and says, you know what? Let's make this happen within a four four parter like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, the Knights of Uranus, you know that that we did a little while back, and you know the <laughs> coming coming to folks and saying, hey. I want one character, like, I, I, there's an idea for this one character where they're a changeling, and so every week, you know, the character comes back, but it's a, it's a different player, which is mm. one, of, like, one of the characters I yeah. did, um, and, but it's still the same class, it's still the yeah. same, like, you know, they just kind of, like, go through different subclasses of the class, and so, yeah, I mean, I rotated with, it was Chelsea, um from Chelsea Larson Art um Avalanche and oh my god I do not know the other person I don't know um (laughs) Brassic I think it's Brassic um and yeah and we just rotated through the annals of KYL insert vowel here because that's how you differentiated the different like we had Kyla Kylo Kylie (laughs) Kyle <laughs> so very clever but, but yeah but I mean like check these out like the I mean they're able to tell like expansive like really immersive Lord of the Rings style campaigns within like four part bits so you never yeah. feel again it's like they know that there's an expiration date on it and so yeah. that allows them to really get into the storytelling sorry I talk a lot no no, no. don't minimize myself don't minimize myself okay sorry no <laughs> I, I was about to say no no please that's the whole reason we got you here so you can talk a lot <laughs> if you weren't talking a lot it would be a problem because we would be talking a lot and no one wants to hear us talk so <laughs> I'm anxious okay <laughs> um I've been you know socialized what? to minimize myself as a woman <laughs> Well, you shouldn't because you're freaking yeah. awesome. And do you know what? So the check these out is, you know, an amazing stream and it's really great. I know you have also begun dipping your toe within the the, the Twitch community and, yes. you know, digging digging into that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. One thing that I love that you do and um, I, I just really appreciate the way that you do it as well is your TTRPG study hall. I wanted you to just have a little bit of space to talk about your TTRPG study hall and Break down why you do 20 minutes of on, five minutes of off. What, why that system and why is that working for you in, 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 in this kind of space? Talk me through the whole concept and give people the rundown of it. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, I do the TTRPG study hall because again, I've been working remotely since 2018. So pre-pandemic mm-hmm. and you know, the thing I miss most about like working in the office is like having... I've learned this phrase recently, it's called body doubling, where like you have somebody with you that's doing the same thing you are and it makes Mm. you feel like, okay, great. I, I, we're all in this together. And yeah. And so when I was looking into like starting my Twitch, um, you know, I, um, I, you know, I realized, okay, I have this workload of like stuff with clients. And also, um, I like this, I, you know, the, some of the things that I had been like watching during my day job, you know, if I wasn't listening to music, it was like these, you know, recordings of people studying live, having a productivity stream, like on YouTube or on Twitch or whatever. Mm-hmm. And like, holy shit, it helped. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Um, and I noticed there wasn't like a space for it on in the TTRPG space at all, but I know everyone's working on something all the time and, you know, 
we're in a time where you can't run to a WeWork anymore or like Starbucks is closing the seating areas or whatever. So um, yeah, I wanted to have that space for people to come together and like feel like there's a collaborative space. I mean, like I had like hope and dungeon glitch. I'm not name dropping. It's just like, you know, the, the wonderful, <laughs> the wonderful <laughs> folks you can find in my chat. Um, you know, I, you know, you know, people, yeah. But like people with big names that are just like, I don't know what I'm doing, but I'm going to bounce ideas off of the people in chat right now. Like it's, yeah. you know, that's great. Um, so um, yeah, so there's the reasoning behind that. Why I do the 20 minutes on five minutes off. It's called the Pomodoro method actually. Mm -hmm. um, and it's kind of, you know, it's based around the idea of like one of those old tomato timers <laughs> Yeah. Um, where, you know, it, if you allow yourself time to have dedicated focus work where you only focus on working and then you reward yourself with like that little break, you know, giving your mind that break, you know, it really, really ups productivity in the long run. It makes you feel like you've actually accomplished something. And so you're not just like, all right, I'm sitting down and working and I'm not, you know, I'm just going to power through like for folks like me who are neurodivergent and like you, Bodhi, you know, yeah. like, you need that little bit of like serotonin of like, oh yeah, cool. Like yeah. I've hit, you know, I've hit that checkpoint. <laughs> totally, totally. Uh, so, so that's, that's why I do that. Um, you know, the, you can vary the Pomodoro method a little bit to be like 30 minutes on 10 minutes off or like 25 yeah. minutes on 10 minutes off or whatever. But like that I've, you know, dabbled in it and, you know, and that I, I know for that, like, that's what works for me. So yeah. It's great. It's no. Here, here, here's the thing. also um just for people out there. What what, what days of the week are you, are you, are you running that at the moment, or, or when when are you starting it back up after the the, the holiday season? For oh no, I mean I'm doing it. So I do it every Tuesday. Um, I yeah, took, exactly. every yeah Tuesday. I'm sorry if you can hear the sirens. Um, okay. It's all right. It's all right. <laughs> um. Again, I live in Washington, D.C., two miles from the White House. So this is Siren <laughs> City, baby. Um, <laughs> um, so, yeah, I do it on Tuesdays um, mm. just because I don't know. Like, I, I was thinking about, like, the original. What the fuck is happening outside my house? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, so. Um, Goddamn I, motorcade again. <laughs> listen. When, when it was the previous guy yeah frequently um, <laughs> just but, just um, ridiculous yeah so yeah i mean i was when I, I was kicking around the idea of like ttrpg tuesday and like you know doing alliterations mm. and stuff like that and then that's why it landed on tuesdays and then i was just like no the ttrpg tuesday is so overused what is again going back to branding what is some like cute quirky little thing that people can like know yep. exactly what's going on when they hear it oh ttrpg study hall cool like i know mm. what i'm getting into um so. yeah we've all been we've all been to study hall we've all been to fucking study <laughs> yeah. hall. so you know like yeah totally and you know i think it's one of those things that again like you said we're all sat like i know i'm sat often like i'll wake up at like four in the morning with a crazy idea and i'll like rush downstairs and be like ah i need to write kind of thing and you know we're all sat in our dressing gowns at different times you know writing and get and it's nice to be able to have a place where you can come get together and, you know, chat to people, hang out and just like, and for, for me, you know, when, when I've attended, I, I actually typically 
aren't super active in, in the chat just because I, I, I like to like get in the zone just and focus, like be, yeah. but I love listening to it and I love hearing, you know, what's going on in the background. I love hearing all the stuff that you're saying and that you're talking about and that everyone else is working on because weirdly something that I've begun realizing more as a DM. And I, I think it's, I have like two or three sayings now that I kind of, as a dungeon master, like live by um, that, that I, I really strongly believe in. And one of them is that a dungeon master is only as good as his obscure references that he can yes. make. And <laughs> I think truly it, it's so like honest in of that, like, and what I'm realizing is I need to read as much as I, you know, uh, dread Wizards of the Coast content. I also know that I can read, if I read their books, I will have so much more mm. ideas and so much more things that I can dig on. You know, if I read, you know, the Name of the Wind, which is a book that Tom and I are working through at the moment, if I, if I can, you know, bash my way through that. And for me, if, throughout my whole life, I use movies and games because that's been my biggest like source of information up until this point. Um, but now I'm really starting to dive into more of like the TTRPG content space because I'm now finding myself referencing like places within the TTRPG space and it's uh, it's valuable it's like it's I, I can't explain how key it is and one of those places is the study hall where I can hear ideas other people are thinking I'm like oh my god that's fucking genius <laughs> I'm like oh my god that's that's absolutely incredible I'm like I, I, I need to like I need to write this down <laughs> I'm like I'm gonna use this at some point this is fucking great and it's also, you know, like I said, it's just one of those places where you then can really grow. Like you say, it's that, uh, you called it, did you, what was it, what did you call it? The body double, doubling? the double, body doubling. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's so true, man. Like when you're, it's almost like when you're in the trenches, if you're like in a hole digging, you're like, this fucking sucks. But if there's a guy <laughs> next to you, you're like, hey, this sucks together, right? <laughs> and they're like, yeah, yes, it does. You know, and so. I, I really, really feel that. I think it's a, a really nice way to to look at it all and, and, and a really nice kind of just just safe space for everyone. Safe yeah. space. That's, you know, it's cool. And no one's stealing, like, no one's stealing stuff from each other. It's not a malicious space. It's just a space to be like, look, guys, we're here to work together. Help me. Like, you know, which is rare, especially in create, like, copyright, the, the, the climate that we live in today, which is mm-hmm. very sad, but, you know, is well, what it is. Well, one of the things that I like about it, I mean, and, and something I was testing, it was not this week, but the week before it was like having a co-host with me because again, like having that idea of like having mm. somebody else on screen with me that I know I'm working with, but also like we can help each other live. So it's not just yeah. me talking into the void. It's like me having a conversation with somebody else. So I had Lexi um, at Black Girl Mage um, yeah. on with me. Uh, yeah, last week. And she was like world building while I was like editing and doing stuff. So, I mean, and she was just, you know, there were moments where she was like, oh, fuck, I'm stuck. I don't know. Like, I, you know, I have these ideas, but I don't know how to bring them to fruition. And mm. so, you know, she would like ask in chat or like, you know, bring them up to me. And so like we world builded, what's the past tense of that? World built together. World built. <laughs> <laughs> um, we world built together. Like, and, the, and then, and that's, that's just the, like, what kind of space exists out there for that? No. I mean, but that's also what I love about the TTRPG community as well is like, you know, yes, are we all competing with each other on some level? Yeah. I mean, you're going to have some people who are going to be dicks about it more than others. Like, no, you're doing the same thing I'm doing. And so I do not want to associate with you, but Mm -hmm. like, I have noticed, like, it's, 
we're all working to be like friends too because it's like yeah we're we're competing each other against each other but like we see this opportunity to like you know this is a community that for yeah. some reason or another has been ostracized or you know felt like it's felt othered and so instead of you know fighting each other to create even more tension uh you know it's this moment of like collaboration and like friendship and celebration i don't know god i'm sorry it's the holiday season not at all but- <laughs> no, tra- <laughs> no, but, no it's yeah. you're, you're definitely tapping into something because there is there you know there are different energies and again i don't i don't want to get too like yeah. woo woo about it either but like that competitive energy where everyone is you know cutthroat and everyone's crawling over each other and all of that certainly i guess some people come out on top but no one feels good about no it. One no good. one on that spectrum feels good no, about that situation. Yeah. Most people feel dirty about just being <laughs> in that space. But this other space where like you can like you You're all dirty is exactly <laughs> the right way to put it. But like, you know, when when you are able to create this energy, uh, it, it is. It's it's like this, you can, you know, and we 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 do call it like, you know, self whatever it's self-promo Saturday or TTRPG rising, or you know, mm-hmm. these things. And I'm not even talking about like fucking, you know, the, you know, the algorithm and shit like that. I'm talking about just like something else. It's a, it's an energy, right? And it, it's real. Like, and, and, you know, it's palpable. yeah, we've, you've yes. heard about it in other instances. There's, um, there's comedians that have come up together and they've supported each other. And now they're all at a space where they're just like, holy fuck, we knew each other when we couldn't even afford a hotel room. And now we're all like, you know, headlining these different big venues and stuff. And there was an element of one, like bringing another on to, to, you know, to open up for them and this whole sort of support. And it feels like that here. And I think it's, if not anything else, it's just nicer. It's just like less exhausting to be, you know, in a, in a, you know, in a fist fight with people every other day, not like metaphorically, <laughs> as opposed to like Lincoln arms metaphorically, yeah. you know, yeah. there's, there's just a different vibe to it. Like, I mean, I, I call my, like, I'm extremely online. Like I, Mm. I am a child of the internet through and through. That Mm. is my third parent, but like, Mm. you know, so I've, I've both, I've been a part of countless internet communities and like the internet community I ran away from immediately before joining the TTRPG space was like just as tenuous and like secretly barbed as you're talking about. Like Mm. it was, and I'll be real. It was a meme group on Facebook for a band and like it was so like I mean it's that's even more niche than the TTRPG community <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> but really, what, what was the band how what was toxic? the band what was the band we need to know what the band was the mountain goats <laughs> I, I've never heard of the mountain goats <laughs> on my list so, <laughs> um are they my favorite band yes they're my favorite band I've seen them 10 times. But anyway, sorry. Um, So, (laughs) yeah, the Mountain Goats meme groups are, can be vicious. And like, it's a lot of like backstabbing each other because, oh, I want to be noticed by John Dernil Senpai. And I'm like, y'all, y'all, you're making, you're making memes about songs that have been around for 30 years. Get, get out your ass. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it, so, so moving, (laughs) moving (laughs) to a space like this, moving to a space like this, 
where it's it's not as competitive it's like mm. you know people actually want to see others succeed and grow it's like oh yeah <laughs> yeah you're allowed to be friends and not fight each other <laughs> mm. <laughs> like it's it, like we're not becoming friends so that we can secretly like backstab each other and work our way mm. i'm not bitter about this at all um <laughs> <laughs> i am i am right there with you like so for us we have i'm in i'm in a skateboarding community massively because mm. i've been a skateboarder for like my whole life since i was like eight years old and I the skateboarding tell. community what gave it away um, <laughs> and um and you know what? They're, they're so toxic. Like, dude, skaters suck so much. Like, like one I'm in. Like, it's, I call, two I call, sides, I call, it's two sides. That there, I mean, there is. There's support, but like majority of the skaters yeah. is a gatekeeping community for some reason. It's really like even down to dude, you're holding your skateboard wrong. And right. it's like, what? Like, how can anyone hold some? Anyway. And furthermore, for us now, one that we still a circle that we still run in because of some of the content that we make is the MMA community. Oh, and oh my God, I've never met such a like, m like toxic masculinity based Macho like, culture. Yeah. Yeah. Like suit, like, Oh, like I, I can't remember what it was the other day. So, uh, Oh, I, I, I remember we're, we were, we were doing a live stream recently. We're doing the last live stream and there's a very famous female fighter called Amanda Nunez. She's like my favorite fighter in the world. She's double champion. She um, she's POC. She's from Brazil. Um, she's LGBTQ plus. Like absolutely amazing. Like role model that women should get behind oh. for sure. And um, she's absolutely incredible. And Amanda Nunez was fighting, and some gentleman in the chat cared to inform us that though Amanda Nunez is. 25 pounds heavier than me and a f like nearly half a foot taller than me as well that i could still easily beat her in a fight uh, me who has never never been in a cage fight ever <laughs> um and i was like and that's just an example of the community that we're in it's like dude are you crazy like what kind of what kind of world are you fucking living in, my man? Like you're you're absolutely lost. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm looking at her Wikipedia right now. Um, I want her to step on me. One, I do. <laughs> <laughs> legit, legit. Please punch me, please. Uh -huh. It would be an honor for you to punch me. <laughs> yeah, but also, like she took out Ronda Rousey, Holly Holm. Like these are names I know, and I'm not even into sports. Like <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Yeah, she's a, she's an absolute beast. And so, like, that's that's what I mean, though. It's like, there's these weird communities. And like you said, when you step into the TTRPG community, like, t Tom and I came in after being in the MMA community, like, like fists up, like, oh, shit, you know, we're, we're about to, like, here we go kind of thing. And as we stepped in, everyone's like, oh, come in for a hug. And I'm <laughs> like, oh, okay. Oh, that's nice. Like, hugs are full. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm all about that. And so we... I don't know, like instantly we we're just like, oh, thank God, this is like, mm. this is so, and the amount of times Tom and I have gone, should we just stop the MMA stuff? Like, is it worth dealing with this community and like mm. doing like, and we're like, is it worth it? And we keep coming back to the people who do come back to us and people who are like regulars for our streams are amazing people. And we do have a really nice community out of the ones that fully understand the sport or level-headed like us. Um, but geez, man, we definitely do have that conversation about like once every like three months, we're like, fucking MMA. Well, <laughs> like, God damn it. 
And I think too, I mean, I think going on that too, I mean, you are the company you keep, right? And so if you are, cre- if you're providing this alternative space for, you know, the, the top, like the Mac, why can't I, the masculine macho nonsense culture mm. and allowing like a space for folks who, you know, are LGBT or are POC mm. and like allow them to know that they can come to your stream and not have to face that shit. I think that's worth its weight in gold. Um, and that's kind of like the community. I mean, it's, it's like, because I have my bad experiences with online mm-hmm. communities, it's like, okay, what kind of space do I want to cultivate? What do, how do I keep the people coming back for more? And it's, you know, you, I, yeah. So I think, and also you don't want to like pigeonhole yourself into one spot. Like I, I am kicking around the idea of like streaming some of like the Sims that I play or like doing a knitting stream for like, you know, whatever. So like, um, so I, I think you should keep with the MMA stuff and then just keep with your wholesome MMA community. Cause I'm sure that there are other, I mean, I know that there are other folks who are into MMA and they're just like, but I don't feel like I can get into it. So a hundred percent. And we, we, we really try to like, I <laughs> talking about that. I have a message that I say every stream. Um, you do yeah. right before the main event, because it's when we always have the most people watching like guarantee, like it's always guaranteed them like, five minutes before the main event, we get a, like a massive boost. And I always take that time to go, you know, no matter where we are in the fucking world right now, you know, no matter what your political beliefs are, what your race, you know, your religion, uh, you know, your sexuality, your gender, we are all here right now watching a sport that we love. And isn't that fucking beautiful? Like, isn't that what's truly beautiful? We're not here to hate on each other. We're here to love, support, talk, hang out and watch a sport that we love together. Like, mm-hmm. and that's and literally every time we get to the big car, I'm like, I have to say, it. I have to say it every time. And it, we do really try and cultivate that space. We, especially for like a big one for us as foreign people. Like if we get Spanish people on, we try and talk to them in Spanish Anyone. and stuff. And yeah. We get a fairly decent Muslim community. That comes saying, on we have a huge Muslim. Community. We just want everyone to feel safe. We want every, and, and we will, we will defend that space. You know, oh, we will absolutely. We, we fight those people. When someone talks shit in the chat, we're like, Gregory, <laughs> how dare you, Gregory337. <laughs> Go back to the pub. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Get, get out of here, Greg. Um, but, you know, it's it's one of those ones where you do, you, you like you're right. And it's something that I think Tom and I are re- realizing within the TTRPG space um, is that we want to create our own space for, you know, not not in of like a, a Maca and chat discord, right. you know, but a place where, you know, we can go, look, if you like what we do, this is safe for you. Come here and hang out with us because we, we really want you here to hang out with us and we really want to hang out with you. Something that I wanted to ask you based off of all of this that we've been talking about um, and something you're so inviting. You bring people in. There's a reason why we wanted you on. There's a reason why I go to your study hall. There's a reason why as far as as many, like I assume, uh, consume a lot of content and streams that you are on, are actually one of the few streams that I actually do watch. I'll let you know that as, as a little secret one. And um, I wanted to ask, you entice me so much and you've given yourself a charisma score of 18. <laughs> How did you <laughs> achieve this charisma score of 18? And in contrast to that, when you play characters, do you try and do opposite to your personal ability scores or do you try and 
reflect your personal ability scores. Dang. Y'all pulled deep on that one. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Nardwar. All right, cool. Uh, <laughs> um, so I, I think it's because I grew up in like performing spaces and, mm-hmm. you know, there is an element of like, you know, being able to like slip into the character and like, mm-hmm. you know, become someone other than Amber for a minute, but still like there's a bit of Amber that still leaks through. So I think that's, I think that's part of it where like, I, I, yeah. I still want some element of me in there, but um, you know, I, I have like, I think one of the benefits of me playing a lot of one shots lately is like being able to, you know, look and, you know, for D and D example, like in my home games, I, almost exclusively play spellcasters and that's just because like I've always been intrigued by like casting spells and stuff and I you know grew up in a very Baptist home very conservative upbringing magic bad so (laughs) um but like so that's kind of the background there but like lately when I have been playing D&D like one shots or whatever with folks I'm like ooh, but hitting things fun let me be a <laughs> let me be a fighter <laughs> like, um so but I always still try to have like that element of like chaos in there too that you know mm. I'll throw in like my Jenna Marbles voice that is really bad or oh my god I think my favorite character that I just bring out for like the really psycho shit is like um I have Tommy Wiseau, Wild Magic Barbarian that I like to pull out for for like <laughs> for charity what a character. Yeah. What a character. <laughs> oh, oh hey Mark. <laughs> I well, love it. yeah, well, like, okay, so I, he was I, I used him for Bards and Brews, um, the death grind for charity a couple weeks ago. And the whole concept of like, you know, because Tommy Wiseau thinks he's like this the greatest director of all time. He like in real life he thinks he's the greatest actor of all time and so the way I play him is like he thinks he's the greatest sorcerer of all time but he's a barbarian so like he's just really good at hitting shit but when he goes into the rage that's when the wild magic surge happens and that's why he thinks he's a sorcerer Um, amazing (laughs) incredible and yeah so it's like you know it's those like weird twists that like allow me to bring that like like quirky charismatic thing and it, it, it being able uh, you know I have like a um you know I have a another fighter character England Thundergrip that I played a couple times on um St. Stella's stream um Adventures Mastery over at the summer and you know she is a mountain dwarf with like the big bushy beard and everything and she is a fantasy baseball player <laughs> And so (laughs) she's just good at hitting things really hard, really well. Um, And, you know, it's, yeah, so she's not like, you know, she's not the smartest and, but she's a lot of fun and she's really good at hitting stuff. So, um, yeah, I guess it's that element of like, okay, I want, what's the one thing about this character that I can like know that I can make a character that's compelling for people to watch. Mm -hmm. Um, And maximize my curse and score of 18 because i know i didn't give myself 20 because i know i that's presumptuous and that's mean and um i know i'm also not everyone's cup of tea um so um which yeah so it's fine (laughs) i hope that answered your question yeah you did massively so yeah you didn't give yourself a 20 yet let me just say this um 
I think it might be time for you to recalibrate your strength and constitution because, you know, you said you were in a place in August, right? And, and maybe that's when you gave yourself those scores. But look, we are what we do. We're not what we did. And day after day and week after week and month after month, you've been super consistent. You've been really giving. You've been, you know, really, really like a torch in our community. And we really appreciate it. So you are what you do. And those scores have come up. Well, I, I give myself low because I have all of, I have a bunch of invisible disabilities that I don't really talk about. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I am sick, like a lot of the time and mm. like massively immunocompromised. Like I, I have two autoimmune diseases and I take like a, an immunosuppressant. So like, yeah, like my con score is negative five because I, yeah. <laughs> Well, here, well, here, there's, there's two things. There's two things. There's there's, there's mental the, constitution. Well, there's and yeah. There's physical constitution. There's, and there's spiritual constitution as well. That's there's true. like you know there's oh, there's oh, an en- I didn't see that. I didn't see that. <laughs> there's an energetic constitution, and uh, maybe maybe I'm referring to you know there 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 is an aspect of okay like there there are some strength and constitution things that are real life whatever medical physical things, but I guess what I'm referring to is the the energy that you convey to us. Um, is 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 super super positive, super supportive, and and like legit like a a, a net you a know beacon of hope. it is like it's it's you know like no bullshit like we really really appreciate it and that's you know and and oftentimes we don't hear that very often and when we do hear it we don't let ourselves hear it so I just want you to hear that that you're you're a badass we appreciate you and it's not just like you've had a good week you've had a good good run that puts you in a place where accept that and believe that and build on it because you're well well valued not just yeah. by us by by a lot of people in the community yeah and- <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so gross uh, uh, not to undervalue what you just said that's just how my brain is like I'm so, i just got a bunch of compliments and i don't know how to process it uh. <laughs> hey, I, i'll tell you what as well i think something that uh, i think I've said to Tom for a while, a big reason why I've wanted to get you on is because I felt across the internet connected to you in that many different things. And I know, you know, you mentioned you have some invisible uh, disabilities. I'm not personally having dealing with invisible disabilities, but in terms of ailments, I I feel you massively. And it's something I've heard you talk about before, actually, um, and felt really connected to you on because I've actually had cancer twice myself and have dealt with some crazy shit in my life. And I really like I, it's something that you have mentioned once or twice before. And I just want you to know that when you have mentioned that I have been someone who has been listening and it's meant a lot to me as someone across the internet that when you've, you know, when you've been strong about that stuff, it's made me feel strong about that stuff. So I just want, you to know, I appreciate you again from what Tom said across the internet to you. Oh, look at all of us. Jesus Christ. <laughs> what an amazing podcast. This is literally been. I can't tell you how happy, <laughs> as, as much as it's tears, I can't tell you how much, how happy this has made me because like, like I said, this is, you're just awesome. And it's just such a pleasure to, to actually be this vulnerable with anyone uh, over the internet and just someone within the community. So I, I love you from here to the end of the earth. And I appreciate the characters that you play and, uh, and what you do for us and you coming on today and talking to us and just spending the time with us. It's been truly truly the biggest honor to get to know you over the last year and then actually i'll say this as we round off this (laughs) podcast this is our last podcast of season freaking two and we are so freaking proud 
and honored to have you on to be our final guest of season two. So thank you for honoring us with this today and giving us the chance to talk to you. It's been more than an honor. It's been more than a pleasure. It's been a delight. <laughs> <laughs> well, Bodhi think, and Tom, both of you, thank you so much for this. I mean, like, I mean, of course y'all have been one to watch for real, but, but like in terms of the personal stuff, like, you know, going back to sharing stories, it's, it, it's at the core of everything, you know, oh God, my voice is breaking so hard. You know, like it's giving something that people can look at and relate to and know that they're not alone, you know, like, <laughs> um, and I think sharing those stories and those individual moments of triumph and struggle helps other people know that they're not suffering through those moments of triumph and struggle like in the vacuum it's they have other people that they can reach out to and feel comfortable going to and that's the kind of community that I want to cultivate so <laughs> um no thank like Bodie, Bodie and Tom thank you for having me and congrats on season two cheers for season three congrats on kicking, <laughs> cancer. congrats on kicking cancer's ass twice holy shit that's amazing <laughs> Hey, um, hey, it's all good. It's all good. Yeah. It's what I do. It's what I do. <laughs> I wake up and I piss greatness. That's that <laughs> what I say. <laughs> um, no, I'll, I'll, like I said, like, yeah, it's just been amazing. And, and I, I'm so stoked. Me and Tom have been hyped about this podcast for a couple of weeks now. And um, just just so thank you for, for, for everything. And uh, I'll, I'll quickly, what, if you can manage it, would you like to plug some of your stuff? Go oh, for it. I can. Yes, plug hold on. Your stuff. I can clean up very quickly. <laughs> 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 Hi, everyone. I'm Amber, also known as the Space Jamber Online. You can find me at the Space Jamber on Twitter. Um, I call myself the TTRPG Swiss Army Knife because I do everything, fucking everything. Um, I edit. I write. I uh, stream. I podcast. Obviously, I you know I can. Ed- you know graphic design um i run games so if you need anything literally hit me up um i uh, you can find me at this at um www not www https colon slash slash whatever spacejamber.cool is my website where you can find all of my stuff um (laughs) it is pink listen branding is very important (laughs) um so um pink isn't even my favorite color actually my favorite color is teal (laughs) but (laughs) 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 but yeah so um yeah tom Bodie, thank you so much for like the past hour this has been wonderful and like a a lovely lovely way to kick off the day before the day before christmas so (laughs) (laughs) not a problem it's been our absolute pleasure to to have you on and one last time for us here at Homie and the Dude for season two. Thank you everyone for joining us along this adventure this year. It's been one of ups and downs for Tom and I, one where we've had sponsors and started new things and created NPCs for you guys and releasing supplements. And we're finally hitting our groove here at Homie and the Dude. And we're finally finding our niche and finding our, our rhythm. So thank you all for supporting us while we've been doing that. And we hope that season three is going to blow your fucking socks off because <laughs> boy do we have some shit in the pipeline that we're excited to bring to the community and to you guys and furthermore 
we hope that the supplements that we're bringing you guys, the NPCs, the uh, the uh, un uh, the, uh, the unarmed combat evolve coming out tomorrow, and some other stuff that we're bringing out. Um, we hope for you new DMs and any d old DMs that are using our stuff. We hope it helps. We just love making it for you guys. So thanks for being there and thanks for thanks for clicking on our shit. God, another year, another time, and uh, follow us on Twitter. Uh, subscribe to the YouTube. And our website is homeinthedude.com. NPCs, magical items, fathers and sons. Who knows? <laughs> What's yet to come? But thank you all for joining us on this amazing journey this year. And Amber, thank you for being the most amazing guest. Thanks, thank Amber. <sighs> thank you all so much. Gross. I didn't, I always end up crying on this shit. That's. <laughs> <laughs> and do you know what? We, we kind of do too. As well. but it's, whether it's during or after, Tom and I always share a little moment. So thank you so much. Right. <laughs> Uh, we'll see, see you guys, guys next year. Hey guys, thank you so much for watching Homie and the Dude today. Uh, we hope you enjoyed this video. If you did, please hit us with the Holy Trinity. Go follow us on Twitter, subscribe to the YouTube channel, and like the Facebook. It's the best way that you can help us out at the moment. Hope you have an awesome day. Thanks for watching, guys.